Hello and welcome to The Ron Show for Monday, December 5th, 2022. I am your host, Ron Roberts. And of course, you're listening to The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and at americaoneradio.com. Well, maybe not and, but or. You may even be listening to archived audio on our website. That would be ronshowatl.com via SoundCloud. Either way, we thank you for joining us. So tomorrow's election day, and we've got so much stuff to cover, uh, election-related and even weather-related. Yes, weather could definitely be a factor. There's all kinds of new data out there that talks about the early and mail-in voting information so far that give us an idea what this race could turn out to look like. We will dive into a lot of that uh, later in this segment, later in the show as well. I do want to start with... Oh, the, the, the latest woman to come forward to speak about her experience with Herschel Walker and his irrational behavior. Her name is Cheryl Parsa, and she did speak to NBC News. We have a little bit of an idea of what Herschel Walker was like when they dated for five years back in Dallas. Take a listen. I believe the deception now is on the American people, and I have to say what I know. I have to tell the Herschel I know. Cheryl Parsa first told her story to the Daily Beast last week, alleging the former football star physically attacked her in 2005. He told me, you want to see a man? I'll show you a man. And he was pressing his forehead against mine. My head was against the wall. He was speaking with such force that his saliva was all over my face. And he had his hand on my throat and my chest. And then he leaned back to throw a punch. And luckily I was able to avoid that and uh, the punch landed on the wall instead of me bear in mind that's not the first time we've heard this sort of conversation from a woman's perspective about herschel walker his ex-wife sitting next to him for a tv interview chronicled very similar scenarios except in her case with a gun obviously we have seen that commercial ad nauseum. One thing I'm looking forward to, 7 p.m. tomorrow, unless there is a commercial scheduling glitch, uh, glitch, we will not have to see any more of the Senator Warnock or Herschel Walker for Senate campaign commercials. Those who claim to be skeptical on the right, and I say claim to be skeptical because I don't think they're actually skeptical. I think they are well aware of Herschel's history of violence, and I think they don't even, obviously, well, we've heard it from Dana Loesch, unless or even if he was the one performing the abortion, she doesn't care. It's all about winning a seat. And I wonder if she feels the same now that the Supreme Court isn't really up for grabs for her to uh, worry about uh, a vacancy in, in the Senate vote. Anyway, we know that there are folks who are feigning skepticism on the right. Why come forward now? Well, Cheryl actually answered to that in an NBC News piece over the weekend. I never real uh, thought that I would be in this situation today. Who would have ever thought he would be running for Senate? Right. Um, and <laughs> I would feel this compelled to come forward. Um, but it was the women. It was, it was for me because I'd lived in silence for so long. Um, carrying the shame of what I allowed. And here's the thing. We haven't had a reporter outside of a Fox News anchor speaking to Herschel Walker to get any answers from him about any of these allegations or that he 
still gets his homestead exemption in in Texas, meaning he's still a Texas resident, while he's running for Senate for the citizens of the state of Georgia. That's right. For two months now, not one reporter outside of the Fox News Newsmax OAN bubble has had an opportunity to one-on-one question Herschel Walker about any of this. There's a new rule that you can't get within 20 feet of the Senate candidate to ask a question, and they'll just push you away if they don't like the question you're asking. Uh, By now, you've probably seen the TV commercial that the Warnock campaign rolled out where Georgians, one by one, are putting on the headphones and listening to (laughs) Herschel Walker speeches, the, the werewolf vampire speech or the... China good air, bad air speech, and folks reacting honestly when they hear this stuff. What you may not have seen the, I think, equally as effective commercial that's come out lately, using the words of current Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan and outgoing State Agriculture Commissioner Gary Black discussing their inability to come to grips with voting for Herschel Walker. Gary Black, by the way, ran against Herschel in the GOP primary. Herschel won that with 85% of the vote. I mean, wasn't even close. Uh, Gary, not having sour grapes, obviously, stuck to his guns and said, no, I'm, I'm not going to vote for Herschel Walker. There's a reason I ran against Herschel Walker. And uh, he and Jeff Duncan both agree that candidate quality is an issue in this particular case, and in the party in general. Gary Black, however, is not happy that his own words, on the record, are being used against Herschel Walker because he's hearing from a lot of uh, disgruntled Republicans uh, after that commercial came out. The thing is, even if you don't use the audio, or the video, I'm sorry, from the clip where Gary Black spoke to a reporter about his decision not to vote for Herschel Walker, It's not like it's the only place that this sort of reaction from him exists. In an interview with Greg Bluestein at the AJC, Gary Black, this is in May. This is in May. Gary Black is on the record stating he wouldn't support Herschel Walker as the nominee. Listen. But if he ends up winning the nomination, is this someone you can see yourself supporting? No, no. Anybody's put their hands on uh, women like he has and been unaccountable and has not taken responsibility for his actions. Says he wrote a book, but then he won't come clean on the rest of it. He hadn't earned my vote. So flat out, if he's the nominee, you're not that. Hadn't earned my vote. So, I mean, dude, you're running for office. You're on the record. When you make a public statement, it's public fodder. Sorry, Gary. That's the way it works. But Gary's not happy with the fact that he's hearing from other Republicans who are not happy that he said what he said. I mean, is this a recent revelation for crying out loud? He said, quote, I got into the race to defeat Raphael Warnock and him making my comments in the primary look recent. It's just one more deception from him. That's what Gary Black told the AJC. He didn't tell the AJC if he's changed his mind since then. Does this mean you're endorsing Herschel Walker now? That should be the follow-up question. Black tells the AJC that he has been, quote, deluged with complaints from Republicans who have seen the ad. He sends them an email, according to the AJC, that he hasn't talked publicly to any reporters about the Senate race since his defeat, and the AJC says that they can attest to that, and that neither campaign has, quote, ever reached out to me for anything. I did not authorize the use of the clip that you have seen. I did not cut an ad for the senator. I did not win the primary on May 24th. 
I worked hard and told the truth, but Georgia Republicans, 85% of them, told me to return to my farm in commerce and do something else. I'm at total peace with that. Mr. Black, if it makes you feel any better, it'll all be over tomorrow. Trust me, we are all looking forward to it all being over tomorrow. The TV, the radio commercials. Oh my gosh, the mailers. Have you seen these mailers? Someone who lived in my condo before me apparently was a rabid right winger because I get all of those huge eight and a half by 11 poster size like mailers on the hard cart, well, the hard paper. And they're always, they're always red, like beet red and with dark Brandon's evil looking face. You know, the one where uh, he was given the speech with the, the, the red lighting in the background in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh, this stuff is scary. You could like, Put it up for Halloween and scare kids with it. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Black, I too am looking forward to the end of these TV commercials and just opening my mailbox and getting my routine Bed Bath & Beyond 25% off coupon. Oh, hum. All right, enough of that. So on the closing day of campaigning, anyway, it looks like uh, Herschel is kind of making the rounds in North Georgia. It's such a rainy day up here, too. Good on that. Uh, Flowery Branch, Dawsonville, Ella J. Calhoun, and Kennesaw, while the uh, senator is uh, doing campaign events with Teamsters in Atlanta. Get those union voters together. Also uh, at Georgia Tech and, oh, with uh, the new congressman, the, the Gen Z congressman, Maxwell Frost, out of Florida. And uh, with Killer Mike here in Atlanta, and he ends the day with a rally here in the city as well. All right, so next segment, next few segments, we've got a lot to talk about. I mean, everything from uh, who's already shown up to early vote and mail-in votes, we've got some breakdowns on that, Uh, what folks are expecting. We've got new insider advantage polling. That is the right-leaning insider advantage, by the way. Just want to point that out. And yes, even a weather forecast Need to look at the weather forecast because this time last week we were looking at sunny and low 70s. And well, you see what's what we got today. Tomorrow's not going to be sunny in the 70s. No, I think I, I think weather could play a factor in what happens with the final vote tally. I will explain all of that in the next segment, next couple of segments here on the Ron Show. On the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at RonShowATL. You can do that on Facebook as well and Instagram, The Ron Show Radio. You can also email the show. Just email me directly if you'd like. I welcome you doing that. It's Ron at RonShowATL.com. Also, an open question Why are male conservatives so triggered by drag shows? What up with that? We'll get to that as well on The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. Incidentally, for those who don't know, my full-time job is that I am a realtor, a real estate agent with eXp Realty. And you can dive right into the latest listings, get your home value checked out, check out open houses by visiting me at rononthereal.com. Even share some uh, blog posts that has me focusing in on the real estate industry and trends. Obviously, interest rates are climbing right now, which has a lot of folks thinking, oh, that means the market's going to go south. Mm, Atlanta's Atlanta's a different animal. Money Magazine actually says that Atlanta is the number one place to live, the best place to live in the United States. And by 2040, 
there will be two and a half million more of us living in Metro Atlanta. There's like six million now. That's a big chunk of people coming in the next 18 years. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, 18 years, that's that's a long way from now. Do you know it was 18 years ago we were all jamming in the club to a new song called Yeah by Usher, Little John, and Ludacris? Yeah. <laughs> Not all that long ago, right? Life moves pretty fast. Ferris Bueller, thank you. Currently, we are seeing mortgage interest rates at or above 7%. That's a far cry from the below 3% figures we were enjoying the last two years, but they're not all that different than what they were in 2004, 18 years ago. And by 2040, if you pull the trigger on a home purchase or a rental income investment property today, you'd be either done with it if you chose a 15-year mortgage or more than halfway through a 30-year note with equity growing by the year in a local housing market needing space for 2.5 million more people by 2040. What I'm saying is what you buy now is likely going to be wildly more valuable in 2040 or even 2030. It really is good to be number one, especially if you own your own home or a rental income property or both in Metro Atlanta. Hit me up, Ron at rononthereal.com, 843-283-0078, Georgia MLS 396-720.